You're listening to the Ask Drone You podcast. You ask, we answer your drone questions. Whether you're here to turn your passion into profit or you simply fly for fun, we're a community of learners and teachers who aspire to achieve greatness. We are Drone You. Hey everyone, and welcome to another energetic episode of Ask a Drone You. My name is Paul, his name is Rob, and today what we're talking about is can a school really be held liable if someone else is flying a drone over the school or over their kids? And uh, while I am not a lawyer, I do pretend to play one on, on podcast radio. Just kidding. Um, we're going to be talking um, about this, though, as this problem is ever increasing as more and more sports teams are realizing that they can spy on the competition from the sky. That's pretty brazen, though, just to go do it and just kind of hang up there in the air. And I don't think it's really brazen at all. If this is happening over and over again and the coach didn't even notice it, that says everything. Well, nonetheless, I would call it brazen, and I think uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in that little environment, that scenario. True. Um, it is a great way to, to get some intel, that's for sure. And, you know, as far as can you be liable, heck, I wouldn't put it past any attorney or judge Seriously. to make you liable. <laughs> so I would assume yes. So thanks for clarifying that, Rob. But today's show is actually, since we're talking about schooling, uh, today's show is brought to you by the next Drone You Fly-In, which will be happening at a Netflix studio site, which I actually have on screen right here. Sweet. You can even see those really cool faux walls where they're really only used to do nothing other than hold cameras outside of windows to get really cool shots. Now, you can get exclusive access to this site well, why would you want to do that? Well, because you might want to attend the Drone You Fly-In. It's a drone conference with 18 flight missions. Yes, I know that's crazy. A drone conference where you're actually outside flying? Yes, 18 missions across two days. There will be 10, you heard that right, 10 creative missions to cover photography, bracketing, videography, and subject tracking. In addition, there will be numerous, numerous mapping exercises and missions so that you can map this site as well. The beauty of the Drone You Fly-In, which is happening outside of Santa Fe, New Mexico, April 4th and 5th in 2020. The beautiful thing about this fly-in is that you can utilize all the media that you capture here to promote yourself in your portfolio or showcase all the cool stuff that you can do with drones. If you want to join us, only 60 pilots will be allowed to come with us. You can join us, though, if you go to DroneUFlyIn.com. That's Drone, D-R-O-N-E-U-F-L-Y. IN.com, droneufly.com. Check it out. We are also having a business mastermind. That was a sellout, awesome event that we did last time. And we're even bringing in some internet all stars to help with your internet marketing. So if you want to grab the right media and then learn how to apply it to market yourself, you don't want to miss the business mastery that is actually going to have some amazing teachers that are already scheduled. So if you want to learn things like how can you best maximize article writing? on your website to tell stories of how you helped your clients to then get further clients, well, then you're not going to want to miss this year's fly-in. Pricing varies depending on whether you want to attend one day of the fly-in or five days of the fly-in. It's really up to you. The flight missions are over two days, and we expect that to be uh, sold out as well. So make sure you get your tickets very soon. Again, that's DroneUFlyIn.com. 
Hi, I'm Peter, and I'm a teacher at a public high school. And my question is, can the school or its district be held responsible for uh, an accident due to someone unassociated with the school flying over the school property? Specifically, there's someone associated with another school that brings a drone over and records our football games and maybe our soccer games, too. According to witnesses, they are flying over the field, so they are over the kids playing. So far, nobody's upset about this, but, you know, if something happens, I'd like the school to be aware of its liability, especially since I'm trying to get a drone class started and I don't want to jeopardize it at all. Thanks for any info. Love your show. Thanks. Thanks, Peter. Um, really interesting situation. And uh, I think, you know, like any new technology, you're going to see the good and you're going to see the bad. And uh, this seems to be from what you're telling us um, on the bad side. But what are some things It seems wrought with problems, obviously? I mean, not the least of which is flying over people. And I, I would assume the pe you know what? I shouldn't assume the people doing it. They might not even know that's wrong. Well, and we don't even know who the pilot is. Is the pilot yeah. just another educator? Are they part 107 certified? I mean, this high school teacher actually has a lot of power to wield at this particular moment because if he goes to another game and he catches a drone flying over people, all he's got to do is take a recording of that and then, you know, follow the drone back to wherever it was flown from, which again is actually really not hard to do. And then, you know, snap a photo of the guy, get his name, whatever. Uh, and then I would report that to FISDO. Um, but also the other thing, the other side, the other aspect of that, the other perspective is if he's flying over the corner of the field and he's not actually flying over players, which is probable, then he's not really doing anything wrong unless he's in controlled airspace, which if he is a recreational pilot, he would need a Lance authorization to fly in that airspace. Now, that being said, is the school liable for someone else flying a drone? While I'm not a lawyer or work in insurance, I have a really hard time, Rob, conceptualizing how the school could be liable for an aircraft that they have no control over the airspace whatsoever because it is only controlled by the Federal Aviation Administration. I'm wondering how the school could be held liable, and I, I'm drawing a blank here. Well, see, I don't know, um, because let, let's just say, let's paint the scenario. So this is, this is happening. This pilot's flying over a soccer game or whatever, and something goes wrong, and the drone, they lose control, flies into the you know, the, the bench or whatever, and there's kids sitting there, they don't notice it, and it cuts some kids up. Might the the attorney for the kids that get hurt say, you, school X, should have had people that were aware of this and done something to get that out of their their purview, right? Mm -hmm. In which case, you a good attorney can convince a judge of anything, and all of a sudden they just say, fine, we'll settle, and our insurance will give you $500,000. I mean, I could totally see that happening. Hmm. That just I, seems... I can't. I, I Because the school has no control over the airspace. The airspace is controlled by a federal authority. They cannot, like, inhibit. So what? You could still, they could still say, you should have caught, you're, you're kidding me, that you don't see how a, a good or even a, an average attorney could take this to the point of settlement with an insurance company in a situation like this. I mean, you could say you should have called the police so that the police could come deal with it. You should have gotten your security guards on it. Um, airspace notwithstanding, I think, I don't think a judge is going to ultimately care about that if kids get hurt and they want to blame somebody. Who else are they going to blame? They're going to blame the pilot because he owned the drone. He was flying it. They're not going to blame the school. The pilot doesn't have any money. 
deep pocket theory. Hmm. I would just say I, I have would just a really say, hard time joining this train of thought, Rob, because well, for clearly. me, for me, if I'm looking, okay, so let's say that he hits he hits a kid, okay, let's follow this this train of thought. Uh-huh. He hits a kid, okay, and he actually come like let's say that the drone is registered, which we've been learning from a lot of LEOs that people are still not registering their drones and they should be. Yeah. Um, but let's say the drone's not registered. How are you going to even know who the guy is? Okay, so, so, okay, let's just keep going down this track, all right? So let's say the drone is registered. They figure out who the guy is. They want to sue the guy. He's not a commercial Part 107 pilot, doesn't even have any insurance. They realize they can sue him, but all they're going to get is his house, his car, and whatever assets he's decided to save up over the course of his life, which is probably very low. Um, and <laughs> He spent it all on the drone. He doesn't have any I'm life. sure he does if he's like <laughs> me. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but that being said... I do not see how the school would be held liable because the school does, hold on, the school does have to create a safe harbor for their students. This is actually um, a a particular point that's come up with school shootings is the whole safe harbor theory in some states that they have that law, some, uh, some others don't. But here's the thing is that if the school is tasked to create a safe harbor for their students and the school did not create some sort of rule that says you need permission to take off and land from our grounds, because remember, the school does not control the airspace there. Literally, I think there is zero legal liability for someone else flying a drone and they hit a kid. And for whatever reason, the parents want to sue the school for God knows what reason, but we've heard people cra- sue because they spilled a freaking cup of coffee I in their lap. I know that case. I studied it in college. I'm not, of course you know it. Everybody knows it. That's uh, not the point. It was in her lap, by the way. Anyway, so. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, but a lot of people also don't know the story of the fallen window, and everyone talks that they learned law in school. Do you remember the story of the window? Yeah, exactly. I don't so, give a crap about the story of the window. That's not the point. It's actually <laughs> an extremely important point in a consumer consumerist society, which talks about the warranty of merchantability. That's a whole new conversation. Sorry, Rob. (laughs) Going back to the safe harbor theory, they cannot control the airspace, right? So I don't see how the liability would come down on them unless they did not take adequate procedures and protocols to protect their students. The only thing in my eyes Again, I'm not an attorney. I'm just the son of one. Um, <laughs> and I'm not. <laughs> uh, again, is used car salesman. Yeah, yeah. Again, yeah. is the fact that if the school didn't take the necessary precautions to limit flight, and again, all they could do was inhibit takeoff and landing on school grounds. They cannot inhibit operation from outside. I think that's pretty okay? clear. Yep. They. So I agree. I could potentially see. Uh, some crazy litigious person. I've actually got a lady in my mind right now from California that would fit this profile. I think we all have somebody in our mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the uh, point. Exactly. <laughs> um, and I could see a whacked out judge saying, well, you didn't take every precaution to protect the students. And it would be every reasonable precaution because you can't say, um, oh, you need to put a net over the field to protect your students. That's completely, um, I forget the, the term, the legal term. 
It's not yeah. unscrupulous, but it's something no, like it's outside just, of the means of regular safety. Yeah. I forget it's, what it's it is. It's beyond what can reasonably be required, essentially. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's along the same lines. Right. So could the school be held liable? I honestly think no. What is, you know, what could the school do just to ensure that they've taken every quote unquote precaution to protect their students? And I think that the answer is, you know, you need to make a school rule that in order to take off or land from school grounds that you need permission from uh, the president. I will just say I frankly hate these rules as a pilot because I go to universities all the time and teach classes and, and, and do things and give a demo and fly and some asshat, you know, academic is like, um, you know, you can't fly here. And I always respond with until you can read a sectional map and tell me which part of the CFRs indicate who owns the airspace and operates it. I don't care what you say. Please move forward. You're not that smart. Um so I, I am actually not that aggressive. I'm only that aggressive in a podcast. Uh, <laughs> anyway. I've actually seen it in action. He's very gracious, believe it or not. He doesn't act like that, like he talks here on the show. Yeah, I might say something makes, like, how do you expect us to believe that you control the airspace when the only governing body of the airspace is the Federal Aviation Administration, huh? <laughs> GFY. Oh, gosh. <laughs> anyway, so. I guess I, what I would say in conclusion from my perspective, I think the risk is low. But I think to say there's zero chance of the school having liability is irresponsible. I, it and probably I is irresponsible, but it just like, okay, show me the case law, right? Drones are so new. There's not any case exact, law with drones. Exactly. Okay, well, how do you like? I wouldn't want to be in front of the judges trying to make a name for themselves and create that case law. And some people try to do that though. I know Actually, that. there's a I know lawyer out of Florida who wouldn't surprise me if he did that. Yeah. Anyway, on that bombshell, does the school have liability? We're not lawyers. We can't answer that. We but cannot. We just tried to go through <laughs> all the different pathways of potentially maybe. Um, yeah. But I would say for this potential uh, uh, school teacher, if he's getting a drone program, look, you need to get insurance for for the school against uh, uh, liability of a student flying. I think also, I know students can still learn without a 107, but it's on my understanding that the educator does have have to have a 107 so I would make you know make sure that as the educator you do have your 107 and again if you see someone flying egregiously where they're just openly flying over people and kids look at the example that they're setting think about what example does that set in the long term and you know I would go approach the pilot because um, you never know what you could be dealing with he could be 107 certified and know exactly what he's doing I, I think I need to start a new service, though, Rob. After What's teaching, that? after teaching Anthony Cools how to kamikaze another drone, I think I need to start a new drone, which is kamikaze drones, <laughs> where people just hire me to kamikaze other drones midair. I mean, Bill. That sounds he, fun. Bill knows exactly how good I am at this. So, <laughs> so does Josh. Poor guy. <laughs> but uh, that could be Poor really guy. good. They just have to pay for my drone and a day's work. It'll take me maybe three to four minutes to perform the task. But, you know, I'm in, I'm out, and I'm gone. <laughs> he's like the drone hitman. Oh, I like that. There's the drone boss, but he's a, ooh, never mind. I'm not yeah, even going there. Let's just the, leave that the alone. The drone hitman. He comes in. He seeks out your drone and takes it right out of the sky. <laughs> So many potential like <laughs> conflicts of interest. Anyway, uh, yeah, on Fun that stuff. on that bombshell, it's gonna do it. Let us know today. what you think, by the way. I'm really curious on this one. Yeah, I, I mean, would, how would you advise this uh, high school teacher? What would you tell him? 
do you see liability or are not? you asking me because i'd be like dude of build, course, you, yeah, build, your, pro- build you. your program, insure your school against drone liabilities. I really don't see, unless someone is willing to spend an astronomical amount of money, how liability comes down on the school. Once again, I'm not a lawyer. Here, here. On that bombshell, that's going to do it for us today. My name is Paul. My name's Rob. Goodbye. We believe that videos, images, words, and sounds have the absolute power to inform, inspire, and entertain. We reject indecision, confusion, and vanity, for they work against the community. We are united under the virtues of safety and knowledge. We are a training community of learners and teachers who encourage and energize each other to achieve greatness. We are pilots, videographers, photographers, freelancers, business owners, enthusiasts, experts, and apprentices. We are creators. We are the Drone Youth.